Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Mic on. Hi. How are you? How are you doing? Good. How's everybody else? I hope everybody out there is doing good. Yeah. It's a rainy day. Rainy day. It's a Saturday. Yes. Today is a Saturday. Us recording. Right. Normally we we record on Fridays. Right. Right. But our day got really really busy, so Mm -hmm. here we are. Yes. Here we are. And. thought we would talk about something that I don't know people might look at it differently but as a mom this is what I've always told my children I got two girls you got a daughter yourself Mm -hmm. they're grown but I have and they now that I'm looking back and thinking about it they didn't really obey me in this area (gasps) Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they were disobedient in this area. And um, wow, I am shocked. I, I'm not going to boast because we're not supposed to, but I really feel like because this is God's truth, but I kind of put it in my own words, uh-huh. which is boys and girls cannot yeah. be friends. They can't do it. Boys and, and girls cannot be friends. And even uh, women and men can't be friends yeah it just can't happen now there's so i guess be, you could say male and female cannot be friends right <laughs> people i think they're gonna they're gonna question this podcast yes but we have some really good points to bring out and i have tons of examples i'm sure mm-hmm. you've got examples too how yeah. it just never worked out it doesn't work out there's too many other fleshly factors that get in the way and it's just it's just not a good idea Right. And we're not saying like, okay, so we have to be around the opposite sex. It's in school. It's in your job. Work. Church. um, Church. Yeah, everywhere. Ministries. And what we're meaning is, I guess our definition of friend with the opposite sex is more meaning of outside of where you commune with that person. Meaning... Outside of school, do you right. do you hang out with, be friends, mm-hmm. um, text, um, unless you are dating them, obviously, <coughs> or outside of your work, is it appropriate for a married person to text the opposite sex or go, go have out lunch to lunch with them. Boy, I got some boundaries on that one that I've told a lot of my clients. And sometimes I get the deer in the headlight look. Yeah. But, you know, here's the deal. Like, I've always said this to my clients that it's never a good idea for a male or a female to it you know let's just let's bring it back to work okay you know my husband and i we have always had this understanding because he has traveled for years and years he does not rent a car with a female 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't go out to lunch by himself with a female. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doesn't share a plane seat with the female, you know, just mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it opens opportunities for the devil to come in with some temptation. Right. Yeah. Like we're already tempted just by flipping the channel. And I mean, oh my it's, goodness. it's yeah. disgusting, but why just bring it that close? Well, and like I've always told him too, like I, I will never go out to lunch with a pastor by myself, mm-hmm. a male pastor. Right. It There's just even... no reason for that. Now in groups, that's sure. different. Or if yeah. my husband wants to go out to lunch with groups with male and female, okay. But yeah, it's one on just, one? No, because there here starts some rumors too. Just think about that consequence. Oh my goodness. Where yeah. someone, you know, from your church sees you and And you're not with your husband? Right. You're with somebody else. What is I mean, that doesn't, doesn't look, look right. it doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. And you know, does your husband, does he mind? Does your wife mind? I, I don't right. know. Yeah. And, and especially for teenagers, yes, don't you think? Yes, I was just about to go there. Yeah. We're really talking to you youth also because I, like I said, I've seen it in my own girls' lives that outside of school they started texting. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the young man was like, let's go hang out. You want to go see a movie? And and yeah. I would always say, you know, you're kind of, you're inviting. Slippery slope. Um, you're inviting some issues down the road. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Because it's all around expectations, right? Yes. Like either one of them can just think innocently and not have any expectations. Like, oh, he, he or she's a nice friend. And then mm-hmm. before you know it, somebody's got feelings. Right, because that's how relationships start. Even when you're dating, you get to know them, you mm-hmm. become friends, mm-hmm. you share likes and dislikes, you mm-hmm. just get to know that person, you start confiding. Yeah. That's how it happens. You start confiding in that person, and then naturally, because of the way we're, our DNA is and the way we're made, you start to have more intimate feelings for that person. Yeah. And someone always gets hurt if yes. if the other person is not feeling that and you're not looking to date that person. It's mm-hmm. different if you are like, okay, I, I would like to get to know you and you both are on the same page right. when you're in a dating age. Um, I can name five different situations right now on top of my head about yeah. every single time the young man liked my daughter and they were like in an awkward now situation. Yeah, because the expectations aren't the same. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just affect two people. Mm-hmm. It's like a ripple effect. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it starts affecting if... What if you were a group of friends? You right. Had a group of friends. And yeah. that's actually happened to my youngest. She mm-hmm. was friends with another um, couple, actually a, a young man and a girl that were dating. And sure enough, this other boy that she allowed to be more than just friends outside of school started to have feelings, Mm -hmm. and now it broke up that little circle Mm -hmm. because she didn't have those feelings for him. Yeah, yeah. And not to, like, put it on guys, but they usually do have, are seeking for a girlfriend sooner than girls are seeking for a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of 
given. And so um, sadly, they then have to have that hard, tough conversation and then it usually doesn't ends up end. where they're not friends anymore. Yeah, it doesn't end well, does it? Not at all. Um, some of them get real sticky. And my daughter was in mm -hmm. one here recently mm -hmm. that was a real sticky situation. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a little bit of concern for her well-being and had to, as parents, had to be a little bit more protective mm -hmm. because of the way the other person was perceiving themselves and some of the passive-aggressive words spoken. Yeah. yeah, and so it could get real, it could get real ugly. Yeah. So, you know, she had to have an adult conversation. It winded well, thank God, with a lot of prayer and yeah. time for um, some feelings to calm down. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes you have to... And you know, a you, bit of time well, and you have you have to implement boundaries no matter what. I mean, if you're a teen, if you're a grown adult, I mean, there has to be boundaries. Yeah. So thinking about you young kids again, you know, you're friends with these guys, and without knowing it, the guys starting to have feelings for you. You're just you're just being yourself. You know, still being a friend, mm -hmm. and then you meet someone that you do want to date okay so this is real live scenario yes here. yes you meet someone that you want to date and you want to follow um, godly boundaries mm -hmm. that god sets and you want to do it the right way with god's blessing on your relationship so then you want to respect the other person you're really starting to look at this person as wow he could be he could be a spouse in the future you know mm -hmm. um, he could be someone that has all these godly traits that I am looking for in a husband and so then you have this friend though that is opposite sex that still wants to text you still wants to call you and be in your life and that you're not happen. seeing it that way no. you're not seeing it that mm -mm. way and but they still do and 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 you're disrespecting your new you know future spouse mm -hmm. who could be your future spouse and he's not liking it so here now you have some riff already it's the ripple effect with the yeah. person that you truly want to have a future with possibly sure sure and um it happens all the time yeah and, and then um and it, i mean it happens in marriages and then it's before really, you know it it's really a no-no in a marriage oh my goodness it is such a no-no in a marriage because before you know it then you know now now people are talking divorce right. now come on christian people this cannot happen because we all have to agree that um marriage takes work it right? does it, it takes a lot of work and you're not going to have um wonderful days every day you're no. going to you're going to get mad at your spouse yeah. and so if you have a friend that is the opposite sex and who's paying attention to you yes who's listening to you yes sympathizing with you who doesn't make you feel lonely then saying you deserve something better than that yeah he shouldn't be treating you that way that is the That's enemy enticing enemy. right yeah and there has to be boundaries next thing you think well gosh i wish my spouse was like my best friend i wish he right. he would listen like he does i wish i could vent and open up and be mm -hmm. real like I am with my best friend mm -hmm. there goes the enemy planting that little seed in yeah, you yeah um, and and so you know I always go back to 
God looks at marriage as so sacred, a sacred, sacred covenant. So if you have something that's so sacred and precious to you. Why would you want to take a chance yeah, in ruining that? Wouldn't you have boundaries around it to keep that safeguard? Sacred? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not I'm not much on um, Andy Stanley. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that big of a fan, but I can tell you my husband took, he did a study long ago. I wonder mm -hmm. if yours did this too, um, but it's called guardrails. Mm -hmm. And I mean, mm -hmm. that made a huge impression on my husband that you have to put guardrails around your marriage. Right. Because the enemy just wants to do absolutely everything he could possibly do to break the marriage. Absolutely. So... You know, sometimes you just have to say no. Yeah. No, I can't go do that. Yeah, and actually, you know, I have a client that I'm counseling right now, and he's found himself in a little sticky situation. He's not married, mm -hmm. um, but he is going through a, a, a life trial, a trauma, and she this other this female has always been in his life when mm. his wife was even here she passed away um and he here she is mm. he has no desire to be with her mm. no desire at all Yikes. but um she was a sounding board yeah and um he likes her company he likes that she's there but he has right. no desire no feelings to, in to that be way with her, and she does so mm. here we go it can even happen in reverse, and, yes. and and this is a grown man in his in his fifties mm -hmm. that has this issue now, yeah. where yeah. he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to lead her on. I don't mm -hmm. want her to keep thinking this, but I do. Conversation not. quickly. Yep, I had to. Yeah. I had to say you're going to have to have a tough conversation and be honest and real, mm -hmm. and um, and know that it may, it may. It may be too tough for her to continue to be just a friend. friends. Exactly. And may have to yeah. sever the relationship, yeah. sadly. Yeah. But see, that's... Necessary endings. That's what happens when boys and girls, yes. females, males, mm -hmm. become friends. Someone will develop stronger feelings. Well, and you know, you have to count the cost. Yes. You have to count the cost of what is that relationship doing? What what it what is it doing? Is it God honoring? If it isn't, then you better quickly run. Mm -hmm. um, but count the cost. Like, is it going to hurt somebody else by being in that friendship? Yeah, that is a really good way to look at it. Is is count the cost? See what the consequences could be. Uh huh. Really think it through. Yeah. Um, because like, back to you, young people. You may not be even thinking about dating right now, but one day you will. Yeah. And if you're best friends with someone of the opposite sex, is your new boyfriend or girlfriend going to like that? Or are they going to be receptive to that? Is that going to be honoring to them? Because it's almost, I mean, well, it is. It's, it's kind of crossing boundaries because that person that you're friends with, they're going to lose the position that they were in. Right. Because if you start dating somebody or you have somebody in your good life, point. now they're going to be in, in first position. Correct. And now this other person is booted down. 
Correct. So that that's going to be an issue. It, yes. It's a positional issue. Yeah. Because who do you want in your life, and who are you going to make first in your life? Now, obviously, we all we make Christ first, but you know, with our earthly relationships, okay, how how's that going to work? Because if some if you're friends with somebody, be it a teenager, grown adult, if you're friends with the opposite sex. And now you're you're leaning on them, you're asking them questions, advice, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden somebody else comes in your life. Uh-oh. Right. That's a problem because now that friend just lost their position in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's where feelings get hurt and you know, it's not good for the person the new person coming into your life. There's just all kinds of crazy that happens in that yeah yeah so you know like for our teens you know it's it's very rare to find someone in high school that you're going to spend the rest of your life with it's very rare but mm -hmm. if you find a godly person then mm -hmm. that can certainly change things mm -hmm. um i mean look at us we're with we're with our husbands and mm -hmm. we've been with them since we were teenagers. Yeah. I met mine in high school. But I think you know we were we were committed to the relationships mm -hmm. and we didn't want anybody else in our you know Honestly, even thinking back then, um I was not a Christ follower. I, I then. wasn't either. And um my husband did not like that I had friends even in high school that were, he was older that were than male me. yeah yeah and we weren't even we're not even godly yeah we weren't even godly christ followers then right and he did not like that at all because so i had it to just, end relationships friendships that i i didn't even yeah i mean because people's insecurities start coming out then yeah. you know mm -hmm. yeah this is a this is something i mean Again, it goes back to expectations and boundaries. Yeah. And doing the right thing by God's eyes. Right. You know? And young people, even if you're not dating someone and your friend, your best friend, then says, I have feelings for you and I would like to be more than friends. And you're not, you're not feeling that. You've got someone that now is going to be hurt and a potential of having to sever a friendship. So if that could be a scenario, why go down that road? Well, and you know, let's just look at the scripture. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, do not be deceived. Mm -hmm. Evil company corrupts good habits. Yeah. So, and it's not that the person could be evil, but it's, no. it's Satan. Maybe the intentions. Yes. You know, uh, verse 34 says, Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. They don't have the knowledge. So, I mean, if for teens, if, you know, only one of you are walking with Christ, that other person has no knowledge. Mm -hmm. They are, 
they they have no spiritual knowledge of what God would want them to do. So they won't understand. Nope. If they don't they have are, the knowledge. No. They're not going to understand where you're coming from. They don't have the spirit of God in them. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that they could understand. Right. And they can be doing evil things without consciously knowing it. Right. And then that's where the word says how many times? I mean, all over this Bible, it says, do not be deceived. Yeah. Don't be deceived. Right. We could be deceived very quickly. This is why the Lord yes. says it a million times. Right. Come on now, watch out. Do not be deceived. Right. It may look so. like something, but just because it looks like something does not necessarily mean what you're seeing is exactly what it is. Right. And so don't be deceived in saying, oh, that's not going to happen to me and my friend. Uh, yeah, Do not deceive yourself and say, oh, they're not going to have Especially married We're people. We're just friends. Oh, yeah. Especially married people. Yes. Do not be deceived and say, I'm married and I'm completely committed and loyal to my mm -hmm. wife or my husband. If that you couldn't don't, happen if to If you me. don't put the boundary or the guardrail around your marriage... Do not it's, be deceived. And you know what? It happens to Christians. It yes. happens to Christ followers. Happens to pastors. Happens to pastors. Look how many pastors and worship leaders have fallen right. because of choices that they have made. Um, they're not of those choices are not of God. Right. You don't put the boundaries up after something happens, right? No. You put boundaries up before Protect yourself could happen. To, yeah. yeah, to have those barriers of protection to keep everything sacred and you know it should be holy yeah right don't don't let the enemy deceive and don't let the enemy destroy what he has put in place there's that scripture in matthew um oh what is that scripture can't think of it off the top of my he head yeah, but it's something that says um um um, do not let man destroy what God has put together. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yeah. For some reason, I can't think of which scripture that is off the top of my head. It's in Matthew, though. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, guardrails. We got to be careful. Right. The enemy is sly and deceiving. Mm -hmm. And you know, good scripture for married couples is the Ephesians five mm -hmm. uh, twenty-two. Right. All the way through, I believe it takes you to 33. Talks about marriage, Christ and the church, and how uh, Christ is the head of the church, and then the husband is head of the wife. But it, it goes and talks about um, keeping, you know, that the husband is to leave his family and cling to his wife to be one. So... You know, this is where a husband and wife needs to sit down and talk about those boundaries and what's what's right and what's wrong. Uh, verse 33 says, Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself. Let the wife see that she respects her husband. Yeah. So why do anything that would be disrespectful? Which, to me, putting... A best friend who's the opposite sex in a category of being able to text and call and spend time with them to me is not 
Well, I mean, according to scripture, it's not being respectful to your spouse. No, it isn't. And I just wonder if you would, if you would ask your spouse, hey, do you mind me having a relationship, a friendship with this guy? You know what? I mean, if your husband is completely <laughs> off the mark, he, he might be guilty of something. Yeah, he may be if guilty. If he allows you to do that. He yeah, if he, if he allows you to do that, he may be guilty himself. But I, <laughs> I highly doubt that right. he would say, oh, yeah, go ahead. That would be fine. Or even a teenager. If, if a teenager is dating someone and they say, hey, do you mind if I'm friends with this girl? Well, why do you need to be friends with the girl? Right. Oh, because, you know, she's super nice. So kind. You're just opening the door. Oh, she You're loves Jesus. She loves Jesus. No. <laughs> no. -uh. Nope. Can't do it. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. What else we got on this? I'm trying to find that, um, that scripture. It's... Uh, Something like, let no man tear apart what God has joined together. You know, it's like the typical wedding scripture everybody uses. For some reason, I can't think of it right now, but um, yeah, you know, we got to continue to keep our focus and uh, with our, where our relationships are with the Lord. Yeah. And you know, something else that comes to mind is that if, if a certain relationship comes before the relationship you have with your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, you mm -hmm. need to reevaluate because that's not healthy. Right. You know? Yeah. That's not healthy. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that scripture I think you're looking for, is it Matthew 19.6? Yeah, I think it is. It's um, pertaining to husband and wife, but yeah. if you're if you're Christ followers and you're dating, you want to treat this the same. Absolutely. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, yeah. let no man separate. Yeah. So, you know, that's a key point. What God has joined together. Mm-hmm. Young people, if you're out there dating, you're looking for a spouse, and you allow God to lead that spouse to you, mm -hmm. that potential spouse, and mm -hmm. God has joined that. Yeah. That's how you should find your your other, is allow God to, to do that. Because yeah. um, then you can't fail. Well, you can. I mean, if God is in it, now why would you want to destroy something that God is in? Right. That doesn't make sense, especially right. when it comes to um your future your whole life yeah being joined with someone mm -hmm. else it um you know you want to allow god to guide you in that and bless that yeah you know we've seen it in our own girls lives yeah. it's absolutely possible oh my goodness absolutely i mean we're possible. both looking at weddings this summer mm -hmm. and you know i know i do this and and i know you probably do too naomi um just sitting back and seeing relationships that my own daughter was in and thinking, yeah, God, God knew exactly what he was doing and he was preparing my girl for who mm -hmm. she is with now. Mm -hmm. Totally preparing her for that. And I mean, we're just so grateful. Yeah, I just said that to a young girl. 
that I was counseling that, um, you know, allow, even in the midst of breakups, mm -hmm. look at it as, you know, God, God's still in control. God's protecting. And he is, yeah, he's either protecting or he's preparing and mm -hmm. equipping you. And there's always something to learn. Yeah from each relationship that you've been in. You mm -hmm. should always walk away with learning something yeah. from the last relationship. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. So the bottom line is, is uh, married people, guard your marriage. Right. Guard your marriage. You cannot be friends with the opposite sex. And you know what? If you think you can, then please call Naomi or myself. <laughs> Because we'd like to, we'd like to talk to you as to how how is that really going, right? Um, and if you're a teenager, you you need to watch your steps and you know make sure that you are putting your girlfriend or boyfriend in priority, just like a husband and wife needs mm -hmm. to put their spouse as a priority. Mm -hmm. And you so, know, yeah, because you know you have to do that when you. You know, just for that one fact, because you know you have to do that, and that's the right thing to do when you start to date someone that is looking to be your spouse. Mm -hmm. Why go down that road where you have become so completely close to someone that's the opposite sex that you're eventually going to have to hurt? Yeah. Why do that? Yeah, because, you know, God wants us to be in relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes relationships can't be, though. They mm -hmm. just can't. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, but why would you want to purposefully hurt? And you know, um, if you're sitting there thinking, but I get along better with the opposite sex and da 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 da. You know, my oldest daughter, she was around a, a sport that was predominantly male. Male, yeah, male dominant. All male. But you know what? We diligently prayed. I, as a mom, diligently prayed that she would find female friends. Yeah, with And God that. is faithful. God mm -hmm. is faithful, and He did. And you know, I had to push her out there a little bit yeah. to to make friends. Um, but she has uh, three really good female friends that are her best friends. Mm. And in in a midst of being in an environment of, of all male, yeah. God has placed three great, lovely, godly girls, and some of them. Um, you know, one we're still, you know, praying for, mm -hmm. but one who was her best friend uh, wasn't a follower of Christ mm. until later on in their friendship. Mm. So, um, and one was a good, solid yeah. Christ follower. So, you know, um, God is at work even in that, but he, he will answer your prayers. Well, you know, and that's a good point too, Naomi, because listen, you need to surround yourself with godly people for accountability. Yep. And husbands and wives and teenagers, if you don't have godly people around you for accountability, mm. you know what? That is just, that Setting is... Setting yourself up for failure. It is, and the enemy is going to come in and he can do a work if you don't have any accountability. Right. You know, I think we've talked about accountability before, but I mean, again, maybe that's another podcast with... Um, you know, conflict resolution too, mm -hmm. but you need to have accountability to yeah. make sure that you are walking in the right way that the Lord wants you to. Right, and that accountability helps someone else as a set of eyes looking outside, 
saying, oh, I think I see something really not good going to happen here in your future yeah. if you continue, you know, with that, which is me as a mom, yeah. is what I tried to instill in my girls. Right. You're, you're heading down a path mm -hmm. that is not going to end well. No. Um, by being hanging out with this yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, I guarantee you he's going to start to have feelings for mm -hmm. you. And every time that happened, and it. Yeah. Sometimes Somebody again, got hurt, you know? Yeah. That's not good. No, it isn't good. Yeah. But you know, these are life lessons too. Life lessons. They are. <laughs> All yep. right. Well, we've talked about uh, girls and guys can't be friends. So Period. The end. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have a good day. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.